Hey, Ash. Hey, Taryn. Let's bring back fact or fiction with Taryn Renee. Okay. Did you, or actually, just guess, what do you think a group of lemurs is called? A lemuring. Not even close. <laughs> yeah. But honestly, I don't know. If you guessed this, I would be like, you know. So like, there's yeah. no there's way. There's no way to guess something like that. There's no way you could convince me. You just set me up me. to fail. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, it's called a conspiracy. Huh. It's not fascinating. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. I like, I wonder why. Does it have something to do with their personalities? I don't know. I feel like whoever, like, named things. Yeah. I just feel like they're like the jokesters of mm -hmm. like their science class or mm -hmm. who, whatever class you have to take. Categorizing. Yeah. Because they're just like, let's just mess with people. Yeah. Let's call, let's call a group of crows a murder. I, but see, that it's makes funny. sense. That makes sense. Does it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A little Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah. Dark crow murder. Yeah. Makes sense to me. Murder. Murder. Anyways, uh, there you go. Science, y'all. <laughs> or language. Words. English. <laughs> What's the science of words? I mean the oh study of God. Words. your chaos today hello everyone welcome back to the podcast this is unsolicited advice i'm ashley that's taryn over there um the, the hot mess that she is today <laughs> what's going on you're like blasting my eardrums oh i'm so Wait, sorry am i talking loud am i talking normal you talk, uh, sound normal <clears throat> sorry continue <laughs> um we know you guys missed us yeah i mean yeah <laughs> it's funny because um I feel like every time we have weird schedules, like I feel like because we were in Monday and Friday last week mm -hmm. and then Monday again, like it's mm -hmm. been so rapid. Lots of podcasting lately. Yeah. It messes with my mind. I get, oh, jeez, sorry, the mic. Um, <laughs> I get super. <laughs> I wish I could. I wish the audience is here from like the very beginning and from at some some point I'm going to film secretively. Taryn like coming in and the whirlwind that she is because I keep looking across and me and Mandy <laughs> keep making eye contact <laughs> at how chaotic Taryn has been since the second she walked she through the door. It. It's so funny. I think that I have something like I think I have like I don't know if it would be like OCD or ADHD or like something but it's like something within my body to where like Things have to be the same. Mm -hmm. And then if certain things, like all of a sudden I'll be like, I'm uncomfortable and mm -hmm. I don't know how to fix it. Mm -hmm. So like when I sit here, I'm like, how come last time, like my mic felt normal and then why now do I feel like it's like, <laughs> it's not in the right spot? Like I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> so suck it, Ash. Oh, it's so good. You don't One know of these me? days, guys, I will do you a solid and I'll catch this all on film <laughs> and you will thank me. You will thank me. We'll just get all these emails from like professionals being like, Taryn, I would look I'm into go with OCD. getting assessed on <laughs> A, B, and C. We start getting ads for yeah. very specific things. You know. Hey, Taryn. Hi. How was your weekend? Um, My weekend was good. I don't really remember what I did this weekend. She blacked out. I did black out. After we recorded um, on Friday. She blinked and we're back. <laughs> no, literally. That's what it feels like. Why did, what did I do this weekend? 
It was beautiful weather out here in LA, let me tell you that. Blue skies, sunshine. Yeah. Everyone came out came out of their place. Everyone was hiking, walking, yeah. barbecuing. Yeah. It's great. I don't I don't remember what I did, but I will say so yesterday was my dad's birthday mm-hmm. and we went to Top Golf mm-hmm. and I have decided I'm making a declaration. I'm gonna take a lesson. I'm gonna take lessons. I want to be able to flex like a really good golf swing mm-hmm. because I was looking around and pretty. I mean, don't get me wrong. Some of the men looked worse than I did, mm-hmm. but most of the women, it's like oh ha ha ha, and they don't know how to hit, and it's mm-hmm. like going everywhere. And I was with my family, which doesn't help because I'm super competitive with my brothers and then my dad was there which like always been seeking attention of my from my dad of like sports anything because that's just our family is sports everything you know Mm -hmm. so I was like really frustrated because I couldn't figure it out and usually like I can pick up things but I could not figure out how to change like the swing mechanics from always playing softball my whole life to like swinging the golf club Mm -hmm. and I was fuming the whole time so I decided I'm gonna get really good and then I'm just gonna go and like flex like imagine if I if I ever started dating someone they're like let's go to Topgolf for a cute date and I'm like okay Mm -hmm. and they're like helping me set up and I'm like oh thanks babe and then I go up and I'm like flack you know (laughs) tiger freaking woods tiger freaking woods I support that I think that's a great idea I I just want to shock shock them all but like that's something I would do, like pay to get lessons, just so if I ever happen to swing, I look cool. <laughs> yeah, I, look I mean, cool. it's an investment in yourself. It is. It is. So yeah, that's that's my only update. <laughs> Honestly, okay. that's it. Yesterday that's I made a declaration. I'm going to have She's a really going pretty, to be a beautiful, beautiful golf swinger. Mm-hmm. I don't even care if I hit it right. I just want to look good while I swing. You want form? Yeah, I want form. good form. Yeah, that's it. How about you? <laughs> <laughs> uh what, love that for you uh yeah I had a great weekend I um one of my friends it was her birthday and I went to a brand new bar in downtown LA and it's a disco bar Ooh, and it was so much fun was it really it is I'm blanking on the name of it but it's connected to a Mexican restaurant which is very confusing when you walk up because you're like this is looks nothing like a disco bar <laughs> it's like an actual mexican restaurant um but at night the bar opens up and there was this uh, uh beautiful like floor and they had all the wooden speakers and an actual dj with real like records playing strictly disco music and everyone there was like casually in disco clothes but then because it was her birthday we all went full send disco yeah and it was an absolute blast i want to go back it was super it's like brand new so it's like really hip and trending right now so fun cool so fun and you can't even being like the awkward dancer that i am like you can't not dance to disco it's so easy easy. you just like bob you know and it was great so uh yeah got a little tipsy started dancing a little bit it was crazy (laughs) Then I, left. then I left early. <laughs> I was Went like, I got to go to bed. Yeah. Love that for you. Um, but so much fun. If you guys are in the downtown LA area, you should definitely check it out. I wish I could give you a name, but I got nothing for you. I was just going to say. <laughs> Literally, like, check look it up out. disco bar in downtown LA. I'm, it's the only one. That you know of. Unless there's an underground one. Watch, there's like this janky one and people go and they're like, Ashley, this sucks. Actually, I did go for my friend Justine's birthday probably five years ago. I went 
to a bar in downtown LA again and it had a light up floor, but it wasn't disco music. Mm. It was a disco like floor, mm. but it wasn't music. It wasn't like full disco. So I'm going to confidently say like if you type in new disco bar downtown LA, <laughs> the first thing that pops up, that's got to be it. And if it's connected to a Mexican restaurant, boom, there she is. You've arrived. You've arrived. You've arrived it was, at your destination. It was a great time. Cool. It got funky. Sweet. Well, let's go. I'm going to go. Next time I'm down oh. for like a night. I thought you meant like, let's go, like in the email. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Let me, oh. let me pull mine up. I'm like, okay, that's great. Ashley, but let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Wrap it up. I was like, oh, 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 oh. What if I was just like really rude instead of, you know how like you'll see um, like leaked videos of like movie sets or something mm-hmm. and you'll see an actor that you always thought was like so sweet and nice and then they're like screaming at the crew or whatever. Oof, you yeah, know this? I hate that. What if that was really me? Like everyone's like, oh, she's so nice and like weird, but really I'm just like a mean girl. Can you imagine? I can't actually. Hmm. I cannot picture yeah. you like that at all. I could channel it. Nah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Still don't see it. All right. Well, anyways. <laughs> well, anyways, should we get into a tearing it up? I'm not going to say the title because it totally gives it away. But, hey, girlies, don't ha- hate me. I just love you both too much to choose a name to say first. My the battle name- of the names <laughs> will never end. Will never end. You know end. what? It goes someday, on and on. Someday, if ever my mind gets stuck on it, because uh-huh. once my mind gets stuck on something, I can't stop, mm-hmm. I'm going to go back and listen to every episode and then tally how many times people say Taryn and Ash and yeah. Ash and Taryn. You do that. And then if I'm more than you, I'll tell you about it. Because I'll rub it in your face. If Mm -hmm. you're more than me, you'll never hear about it. (laughs) I'll spend all those hours for nothing. (laughs) One of these days. I'll be like, Taryn, what'd you do this weekend? And she'll be like, oh, nothing. My eyes are all like bloodshot. (laughs) She's dead. (laughs) Circles. I'm like, nothing. Looks so rough. And I'm like, oh, nothing. Cool. Interesting. Uh, anyway, she writes, my name is Ellie and you can totally say my name. Before I get into it, I need to obligatorily gush about how much I love both of you guys and the pod. I work at a pie bakery and my shifts are usually long and monotonous and you guys and your amazing stories have saved me from many a 12 hour shift. My girl, we are so happy that we can help. Happy to help. 12 hour shifts. My damn. That sounds rough. Um, I've struggled loving my body a lot recently and your insights have been so helpful. Just some pre, some brief, brief, just some brief background <laughs> on this story. It happened about eight months ago and I immediately thought, quote, I need to write to Darren and Ash. But unfortunately, the Lord has blessed me with the gift of chronic procrastination. Anyways, forgive my tangent onto my story. To set the scene, it was August. <laughs> The month after I started my junior year of high school, I live in Arizona, so we were very much still in the middle of summer with temperatures in the 110s. Because of this, our school organizes a river float at the beginning of each school year, which is so fun. That's cool. It is always a blast, and I was super excited to go float the river with my friends. I had just gotten this super cute swimsuit, but this was no ordinary swimsuit. It was a light blue one shoulder with a triangular cutout, and I had ordered it off of Shein, so it had run a little bit small. I still wore it, though, because your girl does not have money to be throwing around new swimsuits. (laughs) This will be relevant later. 
We were floating the river when we came across some low cliffs that genius high schoolers thought would be so much fun to jump off of. Not wanting to chicken out, I began to make the climb up the rocks. It's important to note that these cliffs were definitely not intended for a bunch of stupid teenagers to be climbing all over them, so it was pretty hard to find my way up. However, I was willing to put in the effort to look cool in front of some of the senior boys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or <laughs> so I thought. I am huffing and I am puffing on the side of this cliff when all of a sudden I hear a voice from behind me say, uh, your boobs out. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> oh, my God. What the one shoulder triangular cutout doing you wrong? Um, <laughs> she, she adds, to my utter horror. The voice was that of a boy trying to gain my composure as well as not fall to my death. I, cool as a cucumber, go, thanks. <laughs> Honestly, that's a great response. I mean, like, what else, what else do you do? And yeah. as she's, like, clinging onto the rock. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's so funny to me. And I quickly popped the girls back into place all while carefully avoiding eye contact with him. The funny part is that I had no clue who this guy even was. It was some random freshman I'd never seen before in my life. But of course, I somehow run into him all the time now. Yeah. <laughs> and I still avoid eye contact. Lucky for me, I was blessed with Queen Taryn's gift of finding myself in awkward situations such Love as that. these all the time. Wow. So it doesn't even phase me anymore. However, I hope it gave you two a good laugh. It's actually my birthday today. She adds in parentheses, 17, baby. And I'm currently having the time of my life reliving this funny experience while eating my cake. I <laughs> Birthday cake. Love that vibe. Yeah. Even love if you girls vibe. don't read this on the pod, it at least gave me a good laugh. Keep doing what you're doing. Love you. Hugs and kisses, Ellie. Cute. <laughs> I love I love the uh your Honestly, boobs out. Though, what a gem because most guys, especially in high school, would just be like, uh, like or, staring or like, drooling over you it. know, there's something in your teeth and you're like, you don't know them well enough to like say something. Yeah. Like boob out is so uncomfortable, but like you got to tell yeah. her. No, <laughs> Someone's so, got to step up nice. and tell her. You yeah. Know? So I'm glad he didn't make a big deal out of it. I'm glad he didn't like tell everyone about it. And I'm glad he, he just told you straight up and you were like, yeah. that, that is the smoothest way it could have possibly gone. Oh, absolutely. Could have gotten way worse. Absolutely. More people could have seen. You could have fallen trying to get your girls back in order. Like, so many possibilities. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. She didn't feel it. I feel like, I mean, anyone listening who has big girls, big, uh, what's it going to say? <laughs> You're making it weird. <laughs> big, uh. Big. <laughs> she said big, uh. Big, uh. Um. Big chest, my big chested big ladies. I know I was trying to like say so. I mean, I call mine my muchachas, but like, <laughs> anyways, um, like you, if if one of these small toddlers like falls out, <laughs> there's no way I'm not feeling it. Like I'm falling over. Like right. I will feel a shift in the gravity right. that is my body. You will like, tilt in one direction. There's no way. Yeah. Like I would not feel that happening. Yeah. Because if one of them gets out, it's like running miles. Like it's like doing things, it's doing you know? laps, doing jumping jacks. So I could never like, <laughs> I could never not notice. <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. Right. Anyways, 
You either get it or you don't. No. You yeah. really do. 100%. Um, okay. Anyway. <laughs> I cannot with you today. You try to come up with a a different way to say big boobs (laughs) for so long. I was going somewhere, but then like midway, I like lost. Yeah. I lost the path. Yeah, yeah. And then I couldn't pick it back up. Yeah, we saw. Well. funny today (laughs) dude speaking of like okay so you know how like like sometimes I think back and I'm like I wonder when I got like weird because I always remember being like weird like I always have been like the funny one in the friend group or Mm -hmm. like the one just doing stupid things Mm -hmm. but I was like thinking back because I used to be more shy and definitely broke out of my shell like I feel like junior senior year is when I like started just going uphill of like (laughs) Just getting weirder and more confident yeah. and, like, won't shut up. But um, my sister-in-law, like, found this scrapbook. And I'm looking at it. And it's literally a school rally. I'm going to send it to you. You're going to die. <laughs> and just look at, like, everyone else and then me. <laughs> okay. So to paint what a picture. Doing? To paint a picture, I'm looking at a photo of what... <laughs> Are we in middle school? This was probably, I think this was sixth or seventh grade. I think it was seventh grade. You look the same. Look at You look exactly the same. <laughs> I swear you don't age. It's so bizarre to me. <laughs> also, look at this outfit. What are these shoes called, Ash? You're going to know. Um, there, it's, what is happening? It's, um, it was like that skater brand of shoes that we, like everyone had. At knees. Etnies and I wanted navy blue and orange. Uh huh. So ugly. And then I'm also wearing a button up red shirt. I look disgusting. Like, whoever let me walk out of the house like this, I forever will hate you. The original picture that we're looking at is Taryn and a bunch of girls that are clearly like dance team, cheer cheer team. Cheer. Cheer. Yeah, I wasn't sure. They're wearing their, it's so, it's so like classic (laughs) middle school. Like, you're in your t shirts, right? And, but all the girls, of course, have them like rolled up their, (laughs) up their shoulders because that's what girls did back then and their PE shorts. Everyone is like smiling and like has these like visors on and everyone's like, 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 clearly, like, posing, and then there's Taryn in the back, who's just, like, this funky, funny little, like, like, smize going on, and then her visor's, like, upside down and sideways. But all, no, this is, like, the middle of a performance, so obviously I was not on. Yeah. You're so like, off. Everyone's, everyone's arms. Up. Everyone's arms are in like the classic V position, and Taryn's are like in front of her no, chest. I like, missed. I missed the eight missed count. The beat. I missed it. That's uh, probably why I'm smiling too, because I'm like, oh crap. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Etnies. Remember Etnies? Yeah. All the cool kids were skater kids back in my day, back in yeah. mine and Taryn's days, and I had uh, yellow Etnies. Yeah. And I remember begging my mom to get me for them. I was always like, um, which is funny. I had this whole realization. The school that I grew up going to was a private Christian school in Marina Valley. And we had uh, uniforms. So the only way to have any kind of style whatsoever was hair accessories, your jacket, and your shoes. So Mm -hmm. a lot of effort went into your shoes. And uh, I remember all the cool kids started getting Etnies. 
And I have very bad feet, very poorly made feet. Mm. Um, they're very flat. So I was given a lot of orthotics. <laughs> in middle school and all the cool kids are wearing like Vans or Etnies and I'm in these new balances when they weren't cool. I know they're cool uh, now, but they were not cool back that's then. unfortunate. And I hated them. And I had to get measured and sized for metal inserts for my shoes that hurt so bad during recess. So I would take my shoes off and then get in trouble because you're not allowed to have yeah. your shoes off. Um, but I remember finally convincing my mom to let me get Etnies and they were kind of expensive, but I was like, it's okay. Like, I won't get, like, a pair of jeans this year yeah. or whatever it was. And I wore those Etnies out. Oh, all the time. And they matched yeah. with nothing. 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 But Literally I felt nothing. so cool. Yeah. I was in my, like, khaki pants, my maroon shirt, and my yellow Etnies. Ew. <laughs> so <Ew>. I'm dead. <laughs> I'm just imagining you, like, the office calls and says you're going home early. And your friend's like, where are you going? And you're like nowhere because you don't want to be like i'm going to get fit for i'm my gonna go get orthopedic orthopedic inserts <laughs> that were the worst i hated them so bad and then they'd be like run the mile and i'd be like in these she's like tin man just like i can't clunk clunk clunk, clunk. poor us just poor kidding. us it could have been middle way school's worse. tough man middle school's tough yeah could have been way worse though mm -hmm. let's get into it i will start with my story um i'm not gonna read the title it's too all-inclusive. Good call. Good call. Good all-inclusive, you know? Okay. Hi, Ashley and Taryn. First and foremost, I have been listening to the podcast from the very beginning, and I've been following your YouTube channels as long as I can remember. Oh. I know. Big fan there. I have... Not big fan. I didn't mean to make it sound like big fan, but like big support. We love you. Big Anyways, um, I have wanted to write in on many occasions, but this particular time, I am really in need of your guys' advice. I would like to remain anonymous, but you can know my name. It's Perfect. you can. I did not whisper, Michaela. So if you can just a little background about me is that I am 23 years old, an Enneagram two, and in an accelerated nursing program, pursuing a career as a pediatric nurse. Wow! If that's not a job for a two, uh -huh. I don't know what it is. It was made for you. Yeah. Yeah. I have two brothers and I am a triplet. Being a triplet Ooh. is part of my identity and a main reason why I was pulled in pulled to the medical field. I was born three months premature and spent six weeks in the NICU. I promise this knowledge is important for my story. As I'm writing this letter, I'm on a plane ride back to school from my spring break. I visited my grandpa for spring break as he is 91 and I don't know how much time he has left. He is one of my favorite people on this planet. Anyways, uh, we had a lot of quality time and stories were shared on this trip. Sitting and telling stories with my poppy is exactly how I was hoping to spend my time with him. Cute. However, on my last night, he shared a story I was not expecting to hear. A family secret that I was always suspicious of but had never confirmed until now. I found out this spring break trip that I was born via a surrogate. My mom did not give birth to me and my brothers. I have always known that my brothers and I were conceived via IVF and that my mom's eggs and my dad's sperm was used, but I had no idea that my mom was not the one that carried me and my brothers. 
As I grew older, there always seemed to be gaps in my brother's story, my brother's and my story. For context, my mom was told at 17 that she would never have children. Long story short, her reproductive system was not developed correctly and it would be near impossible for her to bear children. However, she had multiple corrective surgeries and several rounds of IVF. My brothers and I have always been told we were miracles. I never questioned how I was born. It's a part of me, my identity. It wasn't until COVID that I started to notice the gaps and missing pieces in my story. All of us during the pandemic pandemic had way I always say pandemic on a pandemic. Pandemic. I kinda like it better. Pandemic had um way too much time on our hands, lots of time organizing photo albums. And one day I asked my mom, why haven't I ever seen a picture of you pregnant? I would always get a different response. Oh, we just didn't have maternity photos back then. If there were if there is a photo, they're in the garage. Those photos are at your grandma's house, etc. It didn't make sense to me. Being pregnant with triplets is a big deal. Wouldn't there be at least one photo to document the pregnancy? Mm-hmm. Also, being the only girl, I tend to notice things that my brothers will never notice. How the heck was my mom that itty-bitty after giving birth to triplets? Yeah. Or where's her C-section scar? I would always make excuses for these thoughts, like my mom's a very small person or the scar has healed. Which I have seen some people bounce back post-pregnancy. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, pretty good. I can't say that I've seen a triplet pregnancy yeah. bounce back pretty good. Well, even um, I have a friend who first had just uh, one child mm-hmm. and then she had twins. And she was saying it's nuts how different. Yeah. The um, yeah, she's like my body just looks so different yeah. compared to like after my first child. 100%. So um, yeah, I can. I mean, that's so much space, so much everything. Yeah. It's crazy. Like the, the the idea of triplets just blows my mind. Yeah, twins blow my mind, but triplets, wow. No, oh my God, your poor body. Oh my God. She's, yeah, um, my mom and I have always been incredibly close. She is one of my best friends. When people tell me that I am like my mom, it is the best compliment that I can ever receive. She is the most kind-hearted, faithful, selfless person you will ever meet. I can tell her anything. Only in the last three years, I have felt a small barrier between us. I never dated in high school. I've been in one intimate long-term relationship, specifically when I try to talk to her about my relationships, birth control, sex. She dismisses the conversation very quickly. Not in a negative way, but in a brush it off kind of way. Hmm. I think it's one of her many coping mechanisms. I want to feel comfortable coming to my mom with anything. And this new piece of knowledge I now know is connecting the dots of this disconnect in our relationship the past three years. These past three years, I have needed to talk to her about my sexual health, being intimate with a partner, and just girl stuff in general. And there is a true disconnect. I would love your advice on confronting my mom with this new knowledge. I want to be sensitive to the fact that this is her story to tell. I understand that infertility, use of IVF, and a surrogate is a very personal experience, especially as a woman. I don't blame my mom for not telling me and my brothers all these years. Yet now that I know, I can't go much longer not telling her. I would hope talking about this with my mom would only bring us closer. Any advice would be super helpful. Thank you so much for being the first people I can turn to after learning something so profound. Love, Anonymous. Wow, we're first? I know. 
I'm like honored. I'm, I'm honored, overwhelmed, and so thankful again for like what we've created because yeah. like I totally understand with something like that mm -hmm. where you just like you don't even know if you've processed it yet to process it with someone else that could tell someone else and it's such a sensitive piece of information yeah. so um wow no I'm I'm very honored and and glad we can just have a have a discussion about it you know yeah, and family secrets are always so, so delicate hard. and it's really hard to process sometimes so sometimes it's it is better I totally understand how it's easier to talk with an outsider first and process everything before talking to a family member yeah. because it's just so much more personal for the family member yeah. and you to discuss it so one love that you're talking about it with us um, if you have any people in your life, friends that you feel like you can talk to, I'd highly recommend doing that also before mm -hmm. going into the conversation. Um, obviously, I don't know your mom. Taryn doesn't know your mom. Like, I don't know how she likes to communicate or what her style of communication is or love language or, or anything like that. But I think of, I just can't help but think of like my relationship with my mom and anytime, and I, w I would say like my mom's one of my best friends too. And I would say that me and her have like grown a lot and like done a lot of life together yeah, and but have had who do you some... love more great conversation me me or your mom get out of you here Taryn. as you as a best friend who do you love more <laughs> ashley taryn renee just kidding, renee. <laughs> just kidding. Um, so i would say that i would put i because of the way that you described your relationship with your mom i would think that i have a similar relationship with mine mm -hmm. and Anytime I've had to talk to her about stuff like this, I was always kind of scared because it feels uncomfortable talking to your mom about stuff like that and and you don't want it to be awkward and blah, blah, blah. I have never seen her not handle anything well. Like anything I've thrown her, she, she might take a beat a second to like process it, but like she's never uh, been mean. She's never been harsh. She's never been condescending or judgmental. She has always taken everything that I've given her um, and then just shown me nothing but like grace and love and wisdom when I asked for it. So I would, if, if I were you, what I would probably do out of respect for her and the journey that she's been through, I would say something along the lines of, Hey, here's what I know. Here's what I've learned. Here's what I want to talk to you about. And here's what I'm currently going through and would love to talk to you about. Um, I, but like, I want to give you time first before you're ready to talk about it. And I, so I wouldn't expect any conversation to happen anytime soon, but I would let her know that, you know, like, let's get that out of the way and then be like, there are things I really wish I could talk to you about, but I've noticed this disconnect. I've noticed that you don't want to talk about it. You always skirt past the conversation every time I bring it up. Um, so, you know, whenever you're ready or feeling up to it, there's some things I want to talk to you about, like as my mother, as my best friend. And yeah. just see how she responds. If she needs to take a week before she's ready to tell you the whole story, give her that week. Like, be patient with her that it is such a vulnerable story oh, and, and journey that only she knows and only she really experienced. So be patient with her. But I wouldn't be shocked if, if she if she steps up to the plate and is able to have those conversations with you. Yeah. Um, you know, just, just in kind of playing detective as I'm reading, right? Like picking up certain clues. Obviously, like I don't know your mom. I don't know the full story, but I can pretty confidently say that there is a lot of trauma and 
and still a very massive chokehold that this topic has on your mom. Mm. The fact that she went through multiple corrective surgeries, IVF. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of women are told they can't have kids. And it's so, I mean, for me, that would be one of the worst things that could ever happen to me because I have just that that desire to be a mom so much and being a woman like, and being that's a woman yeah part uh-huh. of being a that's a major absolutely. part like whether you want kids in your life or not like that's a major part absolutely. of being female yeah you absolutely know? um so that that usually will send any most people down a spiral mm-hmm. of just like a really hard time accepting it but then to put your body through surgeries that are are painful Multiple. to spend thousands and thousands of dollars like it is so clear that your mom desired to have her own children Mm -hmm. tremendously Mm -hmm. so for me when I'm reading this like my heart is just like shredded for her because that not only that but also the fact that you she would and being really close to you not only just avoid the topic but basically and I'm not trying to say oh she's lying to you in a negative way but like her saying like, oh, the pictures are somewhere, like that's going above and beyond to protect that she doesn't want that out. Mm-hmm. And and the only reason I can think of is because she holds like shame and I mean sadness and everything about that time in her life. Or there's a possibility that she feels like her telling you could be disappointing to you that you're going to feel like she is not fully your mom. Like you're gonna, like there's probably so many fears and insecurities like swirling in her mind about this topic. So um, this is going to have to be approached so delicately and with so much like empathy and grace and such a cushion around it to provide your mom a lot of space to respond in a way that she doesn't feel just totally like blindsided and attacked by this. Yeah. Um, because she has worked very hard to protect this from getting out. So uh, this one is really tricky to me because part of me, part of me would almost, I mean, if, if I was putting myself in your position, I think the way that I would approach this is I would write out like a really beautifully written letter. I would I would write out just saying how much I love her, how much she means to me, that she's my best friend. And then I would write out the fact that while I was there, I did find out this. Mm-hmm. And then I would go into basically just trying, the way you're writing it, you're trying to comfort and make it very clear that you're not holding anything against her and like try to answer those fears. Mm -hmm. So I would first be saying, um, I, I am so sorry if anything I've ever done has made you feel like you can't tell me that. Do you see how like I Mm -hmm. took the blame from Mm -hmm. her? So it's not, I don't understand why you didn't feel like you can tell me. I am so sorry if, if I or anyone else has ever made you feel that you can't share that, I'm so sorry that you, if you felt alone in holding that, I'm so sorry. You know, just like all all these things to like help her see that you're not like putting anything on her. 
I would also say like, I know, I know that you worked so hard to try to have a baby and that must have been such a hard time. And I would love to just be here for you in that, like to talk to you about that. You know, I would just say a bunch of things. And then at the end, you can say like, I, I would love to get to a place where we can talk about this because I feel like it'll make us closer. I feel like I want to share with you and talk to you about things I'm experiencing in my body and, and hear if like that was stuff that you went through, like there's similarities there and just kind of show that like you want to bridge this because you want um, to just grow closer and to like, to be there for her, you know? And then I feel like at the end you can cushion it with that, um, I I know that this is your personal thing and I know that this is probably a topic you aren't comfortable talking about. So I want to just, like, if you want to talk to me about it when you're ready, I would love to talk about it. But it changes nothing about how I view you. It changes nothing about how much I love you. But I do feel like I would love to talk about this when you're ready. Mm-hmm. And then that way, when she reads it, she doesn't have to control her expression. She doesn't have to freak out about how she's going to respond but she can just sit in it and build up the courage to talk to you about it so that's just personally what I would do but um but either way whether you approach her directly or write a letter or whatever Mm -hmm. I just think as gentle and as not using any language that that sound it could be could be interpreted as blame or like targeting in any way. Not that you would, but sometimes we're not aware of how our words sound, you know? Mm -hmm. So, but this is like, this is a heavy, heavy one. And this is going to be very hard for her to, to talk about. Like, I mean, it's very clear. I agree with Taryn and I think something that's hard with family stuff is separating yourself from like the situation. Like, yeah. If you were to talk to anyone else about something like this, you'd be very respectful. You would give them space. You'd be very patient with them. It's different when it comes to family members. You're almost like, well, tell me, yeah. you know, and you can't rush stuff like that. And I think the ultimate thing is just being super respectful of her time and her emotions and letting her once you initiate that, like letting her come to you yeah. is the next phase, I think. And you do have to wait for that. Um, I do think she clearly fought so hard and wanted to be your mom so yeah. much that I think more than anything in the world, she just wants you to feel safe to talk to her. Yeah. So I think that sh- in the end, she's going to come around and she'll be ready to talk when she's ready. And I think like all she wants is for you and her to have this relationship that you guys have. And I think she'll cherish it more than anything. So I think you telling her all of this stuff is going to mean the world to her. Um, it might, again, like Taryn said, there might be a little bit of a shock factor in the middle of her having to like come to terms with talking about it with you, but I can already tell she's a great mom. This is all she ever wanted. And having those conversations, like being a mom is all she ever wanted. And having these conversations with her kids, is part of being a mom. So I know she wants to have this conversation in the end. Honestly, out of everything we've said, the different points to say and whatever, I think that is the most beautiful thing you could say is just to tell her you honestly, I am just astounded. The fact that you put 
your body through all of that. The Mm -hmm. fact that you spent all of that money to do those procedures and to get a surrogate so that I could be born and I could have this life with my brothers and with you, like you are my hero. Like I have so much respect for you and like I'm just so in awe of how hard you fought to be our mom. Like Mm -hmm. that's beautiful. Like I feel like that would just create such a like freaking heart hug for her you know what I mean I feel like a lot of uh women who struggle with uh having their own children stop at surrogate because they're Mm -hmm. like that's too much or it's it's too painful or it's too expensive or whatever the reasoning is and she found a way like she figured it out and got it done yeah and I think that's really incredible and should be applauded and it's just very inspiring so yeah all of that to say, again, just to reiterate, she very much wants to be yeah. your mom and wants to have this conversation. Give her space to sit with it. But I know she's going to come back and be ready to talk to you yeah. about all of these things. And I, she desires to talk to you about all these things. No. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, I I would love Anonymous. I would love an update on this. <laughs> please, please. Please. Because we are just sending like all of our love and support to you um, and to your mom because it's going to be very, very hard to approach this, but I can't imagine how much like freedom and release your mom's going to have after, a thousand percent. you know, after she like releases that and lets go of that. Yeah. And it's something you can tell your mom, like this can totally just stay between me and you. Mm-hmm. But as like a woman, like I need to know these things and I want to yeah. talk to you about this. We don't have to tell anybody else. Like I don't have to talk to my brothers about it. Like I just, for me personally and my relationship with you, like I'd love to talk about this, you mm-hmm. know? A hundred percent. Wow. Well, good luck. And yes, please, 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 please send us an update. I want to know. <laughs> I'm so invested now. No. Ugh. And it's, it's so crazy sometimes feeling like uh, the young one having to start a conversation. Sometimes it feels yeah. a little, a little weird. Yeah. But I don't know. You're 23. You're growing up. This is part of growing up. Yeah. And you're a two. So honestly, you're the best. You're yeah. the best candidate to have such a tricky conversation. Like yes. This, so. A thousand percent. You're going to handle it so well. Well, we're going to do a little little shift in uh, categories here. Um, very excited to talk about this next topic, this next email with you, Taryn. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to read the title. This one is titled, My Boyfriend Hates the Way I Dress. Rude. (laughs) Um, Let's get into it. Hi, ladies. First of all, absolutely love you both. The pod is my favorite part of every week, and you truly feel like friends that came into my life at the time I needed it the most. Anyways, my name is Hannah, but most of my closest friends call me Han, and you can use my name. I feel like we've been getting a, a wave of you can use my names emails and Mm -hmm. I love it Mm -hmm. like uh, from anon I love anonymous obviously but now I'm like Hannah also Han it's cool because like I feel like because we've said anonymous so many times and like we've had our anonymous merch and everything like anonymous to me is like such an endearing term now yeah yeah (laughs) because I'm like I'm like no it's it's anonymous writing like it's (laughs) like a it's like a name to me yeah yeah so it's so funny like how that shifted because I'm like it's anonymous, Ash. What are you yeah. talking about? It's anonymous. <laughs> it's you know anonymous. her. <laughs> Han writes, but I have an issue. I have been dating a guy for like two months, and he has mentioned multiple times that he doesn't like my style or the way that I dress. For reference, we were both raised in the agricultural industry, and he works a blue-collar job. 
I am still heavily involved in agriculture, but I also work a corporate job. He has voiced multiple times that he loves the AG look of jeans and a ball cap, but he hates, and I mean all caps, hates my work clothing or anything I pick out for nicer events. He does spend most of his life in jeans and work boots, which is fine, but that doesn't necessarily work for me all the time. I also don't dress like that crazy or way out there, just cuter pants sometimes or in fun colors. I also got Taylor Swift tickets this weekend. There it is. (laughs) There it is. I also got Taylor Swift tickets this weekend in Arlington and he saw the outfit hanging in my closet and immediately hated it. Not that I really care because he's not going with me and I feel confident in my outfits. Everyone, men and women in my life, always tell me that I have good style and my fits are so cute, but my boyfriend just hates them. I guess my overall question is, is this an issue I should be worried about? Is it going to wear on the relationship eventually? Have you ever dealt with this or know what would cause someone to really hate my entire style for absolutely no reason? I'll attach some pictures of examples of my, quote, style, which is very vanilla and honestly not crazy. The two sparkly um, outfit options are for the Taylor Swift concert, and the rest are just all of my work fits. If you read this on the pod, I might die, but I would love any advice and input from my virtual older sisters. Love, Han. And then I'm going to go through all the outfits with you because she sent pictures. So here's a Swifty fit. Oh my gosh, so cute. Super cute. I would 1000% wear that. So cute. Yeah, because did you see the the Swift, uh, one of the Swifty fits was like her in this like kind of gold dress and it had the tassels? Yeah, Yeah, that's perfect with that. Same shorts, cute blue top. Love the feathers. Very Taylor Swift concert. Uh I mean, 100% that I would wear the same thing. Work fit, so cute, so simple, very casual in my opinion, but I do live in LA. (laughs) Another work fit, super cute and casual. I don't see super cute. All of these are adorable. What the crap? Okay, so here's my thing, just right off the top. The fact that you had to write the word hate in all caps multiple times, in my opinion, says he has way, he has way, I don't, I don't like it. (laughs) I don't even know how to articulate it. Um, If he wants to date you, then that includes putting up with your style. And if he, quote, hates it in all caps, then I would be like, well, then you can leave. I mean, (laughs) your fits are not out there in any way. All of the Taylor Swift fits I've been seeing on social media is way crazier than that. And your work fits is literally jeans and a blazer (laughs) and cute little boots. Yeah, I I don't like that. (laughs) Uh, I don't know how else to say it except that you you wrote all caps hates multiple times in this email at least four times, which means he's clearly said that in all caps that he has strong opinions on your attire. Then why then why is he dating you? I think that is really freaking weird. I think that's really weird, especially for only having been dating him for two months. No, like you shouldn't be comfortable to say that. To say hate is a strong Until- word way later (laughs) hopefully never but like way later but like also then why is he dating you if he hates your fits so much okay if it bothers him that much here's the thing right because i think women do this a lot they hate 
their men's fashion. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, no, you cannot wear those nasty cargo shorts to like the family dinner, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And like women love to change their men's fashion. That's very common. It's very it's stereotypical very for men to not very have common. fashion sense. Yeah. Yes. Um, however, and I think there's certain styles, like I'm going to be super honest. There's been some guys on dating apps that I see their style and I'm like, and I'm talking, it has to be over the top. Like, mm-hmm. I'm talking, like, they wear, they're wearing, like, these, like, freaking Gucci crazy, like, pattern with, like, gold shoes and, like, what, like, just a fashion that I'm, like, I just feel like our personalities aren't going to match. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I have judged people off of, like, fashion before For when sure. it comes to, like, a rom- romantic connection. But, however... I think it's okay if you're like, hey, I really like this. Like, you should wear this. Mm-hmm. I think that's okay. Mm-hmm. You can suggest things. You can also feel out if the other person is open to that. Mm-hmm. But if if someone is trying to, to be, like, aggressively in opposition to what you're wearing, it's a little bit weird to me. Mm-hmm. Especially because everything – the reason it's concerning to me is everything that you sent in your photos – is very very just like classically cute it's not it's not because at first i was like i wonder if he's crazy about like her showing any skin that's what i oh my god that that's was so guess. interesting when i first read it that's what i thought too that was i guess. was like is she a little provocative is she showing a little too much cleavage yeah. is that where this is that going? was my guess not at all but her work outfits first of all it's a sweater that goes all the way up to her freaking chin yeah and her arms are all the covered and long pants legs so are fully covered you don't tight. even see ankle nothing's too tight nope. nothing's nothing very professional so so i'm having a hard time with why he would be so adamantly against what you're wearing um I don't know. Like, it is, I, I do feel a little bit, like, worrisome when I'm hearing this just because um, it'd be one thing if he told you, like, hey, I love when you wear this and this. And then when you would wear those outfits, he's like, oh, you look so hot in, like, your jeans and T-shirt. Mm-hmm. But for him to keep going out of his way to be like, your outfit sucks, you, like, and to me, it's a little bit, like, I think we're border, we're going into the, like, could be like verbally abusive area slash controlling very like, controlling like maybe he wants mm-hmm. to be controlling but is holding back because it's only been two months yeah but still feels fine saying hates yeah in a way it's almost like is he throwing out like how much his will and his word impacts what you do like yeah. and i mean that's us like digging deep below the surface sure. trying to see something and obviously we don't know him we don't yeah know him a lot but i did just look up an article because I was just like is this like a a thing but but like a lot of the reasons it's saying is like he could be very insecure Mm -hmm. he could be um feel like he's ugly like the ugly one in the relationship Mm -hmm. um controlling yeah in my head because some of these I'm looking at I'm like no that's not accurate no that's not accurate for what I've just read right he likes to dominate um he doesn't like other people looking at you So, like, all of these are, like, concerning in general, Mm -hmm. but also, like, it's just weird to me because she said he is, like, totally chill. Like, he dresses super chill. So then, because I'm, like, what if he's super... She's jeans and a t-shirt and work boots is what she's picturing. Yeah, because we have a friend. The guy is super, like, obsessed with, like, fashion and whatever, and he's very opinionated about, 
like his girlfriend's clothes, but because he loves fashion. So he's like, ooh, wear this, do this. Yeah. But it's not in a like demeaning way. Well, yeah. What I hate the most about this is, is that you clearly love it and he doesn't care. Yeah. That's what I hate. So, cause like my boyfriend has, has something he like doesn't like. And I think is so funny is like frilly socks. You know, mm-hmm. the, the like girly frilly socks that come out of like loafers yeah. that girls wear for whatever reason, my, my boyfriend hates them and I'm not one to wear them. But if I wore them regularly and loved them and he used the word, I hate those socks. I hate that you're wearing these. I'd be like, why does this bother you so much? No, it like why weird. does this bother you? Clearly, I like this. Yeah. So why why does this bother you so much? Like I would want us to have that conversation because it's so un. He, it seems like he's getting unnecessarily angry at your clothes, which is weird. It's like to me that sounds like it could be like if I'm going really deep yeah, into like let's. weird weird stuff right yeah. now. To me, I'm like, okay, does he have a weird fetish mm-hmm. that has to do with jeans and a t-shirt to the point where he is working that hard to get you to do it because it it feeds something that he needs, mm-hmm. or does he have like really weird trauma that happened to him of women that dress the way that you dress and it triggers him in some sense like maybe I, like but that's what i'm saying like it's so weird to the point where i'm like my yeah. mind goes to like what happened yeah yeah <laughs> like, i'm like where are we coming his, from did he have mommy issues and she tended to dress up so now he hates that or maybe he's a mama's boy and mom always wore jeans and and a, and a boots and a t-shirt yeah. and that's all he expects his women to wear yeah either way I don't like that he's putting it on you. No. Clearly, you guys just started dating. So clearly, this has been your style for a while. You, you say everyone in your life comments and like loves mm-hmm. your fits. Um, so he's just recently entering into your life and giving you all these opinions on your outfits. Um, I don't know where you guys are at in your relationship, if you like are in love with him or not. But me personally, being a girl that loves my outfits and loves putting together outfits, if a guy kept telling me he hated my outfits... I'm not kidding. And I, I don't think I'm exaggerating in any way. I'd be like, well, then maybe yeah. you should date someone else. Who, who wants that as a girl? You want you want to walk in the room and your boyfriend would be like, oh, my God, you look yeah. so hot. And like yeah. to gas you up. But you don't want to feel. Yeah. And us not as women down to. No, we're insecure enough. Like we don't need like our men to tell us like your outfit sucks. And if he has every right to say he hates your clothes, then you have every right to be like, okay, well, why don't you put on something different for once? Like I'm t- sick and tired of seeing you in jeans yeah, or and you to work be like, boots. You know what? I hate that your bicep isn't defined. Yeah. Like your bicep. Well, why don't you sucks. hit the gym, buddy? Yeah. You're looking straggly it's over just, there. It's I just, it's know. rude. It's, it's rude and it's not kind. And it's weird that it's coming from a, your partner. I will say though, this and and we can like end with this because like obviously like I'll end with this. I'm not going to say anything else because I could talk about this topic forever. It's interesting. Um, I have shared multiple times that this was actually an issue in my relationship. Yes, that's why I was excited to talk to you about it. <laughs> I'm like twitching, triggered over there. <laughs> but I will say the way that the way that my ex approached it was was never to the point where I felt like he hates what I wear. It was always like. Why don't you wear like why don't you wear like tighter this or like um how come you don't wear your hair in a ponytail? It was it was more like sneaky <laughs> the way he would like Which propose I his I agenda. Would I would say like hey if you're trying to have if you're trying to say something there's a there's a way to go about saying it. 
There is a way, but also I think it was like very manipulative too. Yeah, at least. Yeah. But yes, there is a way you could do it. Um, but what that did, and this is this is why I'm bringing it up. When I look, when you look at a problem you're having with a person, there's always a deeper issue that's driving that specific behavior, mm -hmm. and usually you'll see that deeper issue popping its head out in other areas too. Yeah. So when I look at that and then I look at the reason we broke up, it was very much he was a type of person that had a really hard time separating like what he wanted in his mind and what his reality was. Mm -hmm. So in his mind, he like went he was super artsy and whatever and he went went all over the board with like what he wanted to do, his dreams, his passion. Um, how he wanted our relationship, what he thought a perfect relationship was, what he thought a perfect girl was, what, what his dream for like who he wanted me to be was. And then so what would happen is that dream world wouldn't match up. And so he would do all these things. And then me being the person I am who would literally run miles to please people I love and I hate running, like I worked myself to the ground trying to become this person that was like impossible to become because they didn't exist. Mm -hmm. So when we broke up, it was like, it just came to this point where I was like, I can't do it anymore. Like I, I can't be who you want me to be. I can't act the way you want me to act. I don't like what you're trying to do in our relationship. Like I'm miserable because I'm, I'm literally trying to match up to a reflection that is not me. Like well, it's not even me. So, so to me, like, if I look at just the clothes thing, yeah, in our relationship, I didn't love that. And did it create long-term issues? Yeah. But that also was the core part of why we didn't work. Mm -hmm. And it popped out in different areas. So I would be very careful because all of the things that I'm thinking could be reasons why he's doing this are deeper issues that are concerning. And that could also come out in, like, other scarier ways yeah so I think you really need to like take a step back and if you can't sit with him and be like hey I don't like this this has mm -hmm. really been getting to me and I need to I need you to explain to me why you are so aggressively against what I wear because to me I'm 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 kind of concerned at why this is such an issue yeah. and give him a chance to talk about it and see where he's at and then Put a boundary, put your expectations, mm -hmm. and if they're not mis respected moving forward, then I think, like, that's your answer. Yeah, so let's move into, like, tangible steps to take next. I think just for, even though, in my opinion, the way he's been saying this, if, 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 if we're taking just your email here, the way he's been saying this, I think is extremely rude and degrading. Mm -hmm. I would have bounced already. But just for shits and giggles, I think I would do what Taryn says. I would I would sit down with him and just be like, hey. It's really weird to me how much you hate my clothes. Um, do you want to tell me why? If it has to do with he just loves how you look in jeans and a t-shirt, then maybe you guys can come up with some kind of fun thing when you're like, hey, when it's date night, I'm going to do you a solid and I'm going to wear jeans and a t-shirt. I'm going to look real good and casual for you. Um, but on my work days, back off. Like, yeah. let me wear what I want to wear. If it's anything other than he likes how you look in jeans and a t-shirt which I'm assuming it is just based off of what you said then I think you need to figure out how you feel about this because I think it's extremely controlling and I agree with Taryn it feels like a really big red flag 
Um, yeah. I would I would peace out. You've only been dating two months. He's rude. <laughs> the, I hate the hate. I hate the word. I hate the word hate. And I hate that you wrote it so many times because clearly he said it so many times. Um, so like, I, would, I, wonder, I would bounce. I wonder if he had like an ex who got super into fashion and then made him and feel like left crap him. about <gasps> what he wore or like Ooh, left him yeah. because of how he dressed. And he's worried about that. that. Either way, like something is weird, but mm. also like. In a relationship, you cannot go in and just tell someone, I don't like this about you and it needs to change. Yeah. Unless it's something like, I, and it's it's not even that, it's more like if I go into a relationship, the only things I would be like, I don't like this and it needs to change would be like, I can't be with someone who smokes or I can't be with someone who does hard drugs, right? It has to be like a but, deal breaker kind yeah, of thing. But I would not shame them for that. No. I would tell them like, hey, I'm just going to be honest, I personally i cannot be with someone who does these things mm -hmm. and if that's your life and what you choose to do do no judgment but like right. i can't then you you're not a potential partner yeah, listen me. buddy i know you love cocaine but <laughs> i can't do that in my life yeah so that's gonna have to stop you know clothes on the other hand like that's completely different and i i feel like two months is at that point where you're like can i see myself with this person or not like you've hung out with them enough you've gotten to know them really well and I think inside you have a gut instinct after that amount of time, whether you like actually like the person or not. So I would come up with what you're willing to do and what you're not willing to yeah. do before you have this conversation. Have the conversation. See how he reacts. If he is in any way negative or cruel, there's your answer. I would leave so fast. Um, if, if he apologizes profusely and is like, I didn't mean that. I thought we were just, you know, joking, like blah, 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 blah. Sure. Maybe give him another shot. Don't change your clothes though. Like continue doing you. And if it irks him that bad, then I would suggest you, you leave. It's just really bizarre yeah. the way he's wording all of this. And I agree with Taryn and maybe it's all the murder podcast that we listen to coming through here, but that's extremely controlling Yeah, and usually means something else more serious. So I'm I just I don't have a good feeling. I mean, I'm going to be honest it's and weird. and again, we don't know everything, so obviously talk to your friends and family about mm -hmm. it, but and I don't know if it's cuz I'm triggered of my own personal experience, yeah. but but what I'm hearing and then what I saw in your pictures like I'm I just don't I don't I have like a weird feeling in my gut that there's something deeper that's probably not meant for you yeah so i would be careful how much longer you invest in this person until mm -hmm. you like figure out what that is yeah and something you just said taryn kind of s struck me um i would ask everyone yep in your life if you haven't yet i love that you asked us but i hope that you're also asking your work friends i hope that you're also asking your personal friends and your family members maybe even your boyfriend's friends mm -hmm. and get their thoughts and be like this is what he's saying he hates this fit. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. And he's said this multiple times. Like, he hates my clothes. Like, what are your thoughts on that? People that actually know him. Like, get their opinion. Also, I'd be curious to know if he makes these comments only when you're by yourself or in front of everyone. Mm -hmm. Because or if it's to only, anyone else. If it's only when you're by yourself, that's a little scarier to me because that sounds like very behind man behind the curtain, like mm -hmm. telling you what to do. Yeah. If he says it just nonchalant in front of people, then maybe he like really doesn't think what he's doing is wrong. Yeah. But that's one thing I learned in my relationship. And I'm, I always preach when anyone is in a relationship, mm -hmm. you have to tell your friends the bad things too. Yeah. Because in, in my relationship, there's a lot of stuff going on that I thought was normal that actually wasn't. 
And it wasn't until we broke up and I started telling my friends stuff that they were like, why would you not talk to us about this? Mm -hmm. So I think if you feel like something's going on within your relationship and you're scared to tell people because they might hate that person or say something, that is your first cue that what's going on is probably not the best and you should be asking other people's advice. And that's why you have friends. Like you're supposed to compare these things so that you know what's normal and what's not normal. And I came up with a with a test. I think another thing you could do if you wanted to do this before having the conversation with him just to see how he reacts. Next time you guys are in public together and you're wearing one of those fits that he hates, out of nowhere in front of your friends, in front of his friends, be like, he hates this fit. He's told me he hates my clothes. I want your opinion. Like, do you think this outfit sucks? And then watch how he reacts and listen to what they say. Um, I'd be curious if he starts backpedaling really fast. Like, oh, that's not what I meant. Like, I just didn't like the color. It's not your style that I hate. It's just the the hot pink color when he's clearly made it very clear that he hates your style and your clothes. I don't like it. If he starts it. backpedaling, bad sign again. I don't like it. If he, even if he sticks with it, like bad sign, the answer would be an apology. <laughs> the good answer would be an apology. Um, but I'd be so curious to see how he responds in a public yeah, setting. I don't like it. I'm, I'm so sorry to have to take it down a wrong, a sad turn, but I don't like it either. But on the positive, your fashion sense probably is going to soar because you're going to be like so confident who you are yeah, after this. Yeah. And start wearing it's capes. only two months. <laughs> There yeah. are plenty of men out there who uh-huh. do not give a crap what the girl wears who and who are going to think you're hot. A fashionable girl who loves. I'm telling you right now, if I was a guy and you walked in the room with those shorts on, I'd yes. be like, hey, hey, ma, <laughs> what's up? You know? They're so cute. And like, it's so fun. And like part part of the, one of the, the better things in life is being able to like dress yourself up and, and use your sense of style in a fun way. And how dare he take that away from you? Also, what freaking decade are we in? Like exactly. fashion is whatever you want it to be. Exactly. And, and that's just, yeah. That's Anyways. what makes it weird. It's jeans and a blazer. Yeah, like I said, I could keep going, but we're going to, we're going to, we're going to end here. But, yeah. mm-hmm. um, let us know when you break up with him. Okay. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> Please actually. I, I'm going to say this again. I know we said this with Taryn's email, but I would really love an update on this, especially yeah. if you do the test or have the conversation. He has a weird reaction. Please let us know what he says. Yeah, okay. I, I would love to know what his response is when you're like, hey, I'm I'm telling you, like, this is your chance to tell me, like, if there what is the deep reason? Mm-hmm. Because it's getting to the point where I don't know if I can do this because yeah. it's. It is like you're just hounding on me and making me feel insecure about myself. And as a woman, like, I don't need that added pressure. Yeah. So so this is your one chance to be vulnerable with me and to help me to understand where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. Because right now, it just feels very controlling. It feels very spiteful. It honestly hurts my feelings. Yeah. And that's not something I want in a partner. Yeah. So, so right now, I would love to try to understand where you're coming from. But I really need you to like open up because I don't understand. Yeah. And it's to that point. Like, yeah. And it's it's, never. it sounds silly, but like clothes are an extension of our personality and our creativity. So if I don't like like the emo style, the, the like skinny black pants and the, the dark bangs in your eyes and the eyeliner on a guy, why would I be dating a guy who looks like that or dresses like that? Yeah. If it's not if it's not his preference, then move on. Yeah, but clearly he's not that's gonna, like that's your preference. So verbally why? assault you till you change that's how what's you so it's weird. weird. Why are you dating her if you don't like that? Like, I don't know. 
I don't know. And Have all, the conversation. Like if we saw her pictures and I was like, oh, I know that's a little that's a little edgy fashion. When but I like, first read it, I was like, what am I about to see her in? No, like, nuts. she going to be wearing like a snake skin onesie going into work or something? No, like, it's no, nuts. it's so chill. It's like the most chill. It's, it's like weird. It's something you would find at Target. Like, it's just like so no, it's weird. straightforward, casual. It's weird. It's really my weird. my red flag gut. Everything is 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 tinging. So uh-huh. <laughs> I just feel like you got you got some work to do to talk to your people. Mm-hmm. But also, it's only been two months. Yeah, boy, and, bye. And usually, issues amplify as you get older. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so sure do. They I would sure figure that out. Do tangible steps. Have the conversation with him. Do the test. Talk to all your friends and family members about it. Come up with a decision. But my personal take, boy, bye. Yeah. All right. Wow. That that felt heavy to me because I'm I'm a little triggered. <laughs> yeah. I'm a little triggered and a little pissed. So I hate it. I'm gonna do three back to back dad jokes. Ooh, three. And Ash, you can tell me what your favorite one is okay. after. Ready? Ready. How do you make an egg roll? You push it. <laughs> what do you call a pile of cats? A mountain. <laughs> R.I.P. Boiling water. You will be missed. <laughs> okay. Last, it. last one's the best one. Yeah. 100%. So good. Guys, you already know the drill. If you made it to the dad joke, we love you the mostest. Thanks for listening to the entire episode and getting heated with us on some of these topics. Um, again, to our writers, thank you so much for writing in. If yes. you guys are sitting on a story, something just recently happened that you need some advice on, we're your girls, okay? Mm-hmm. This is a safe place. You can write us absolutely anything. So send in your stories because um, you guys are our content. We don't have a <laughs> podcast without you. Be sure to follow us on our socials, Instagram, TikTok. Um, we also have all of our episodes up on YouTube. Yes, we do. We, we love you guys us. so freaking much. Mm-hmm. Be kind to people. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. Bye.